One of these really? days, I'm just gonna lick your dimple. I will kill you. Who says shit like that? I do. So what? I can't lick your dimple. Shoulder to licking my dimple, fam. For real? I can't lick your dimple, AJ. I can't lick your fucking dimple. Like, come on now. We're closer than that. I should be able to lick a dimple. Do you see my face? I do. And I'm. That's. I'm. That's exactly where I'm gonna lick your dimple on your <laughs> face. <laughs> I'm not dealing with you today at all. Not on this level. Well, fair enough. <laughs> That makes me think of the guy who licked my mouth when he kissed me. Oh, that's different. That's different. You don't though. love me. You don't love that's me. Different. So lie about kissing to me. It, a, a cum shot on the face is one thing uh-huh. because it's a climax as the result of an event. Okay. To just lick my face for no reason, even my dimple nabas. We're not there for that. Ooh, ooh. I'm licking you. Yo, man, listen to me. CJ, I swear to God, if I wake up in the middle of the night in Atlanta, <laughs> my face is wet, I'm coming to beat ass. In your bed, I'm going to beat your ass. (laughs) That's fine. It's well worth it. Airbnb, like for real. It's well worth it. It's well worth it. No, now I'm going to sleep like this at nighttime. Every night I'm going to sleep like this. That's fine. Then I'll lick your eyelid. So we got. (laughs) I got a whole face cover, like a mesh on my face, or like a mask. Yeah. Well, are you ready to get into the show? Yes. Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And battle and badass so the number one adult podcast around period point blank i am one of your hosts that is ceo hayes i'm thinking about dropping the ceo i'm just hayes in the building with my lovely my lovely co-host that is the the beautiful the voluptuous the sexy the one who's gonna get her dimples licked miss badass jones herself what's going on we're not we're not doing the licking dimples situation cj we're not i am Today, what's today? July 2nd? Yeah. Mimba please, sir. At 7.24 p.m. or 7.25, if I wake up and my dimple is wet and feels like it's been licked in my sleep, I'm going to fight you. Wow. Um, I mean, that's fine. We can fight. That's, and while we fight, I'm going to lick your dimple again. So it's just, it's just going to be... <laughs> Murder in Atlanta. That <laughs> Oh, oh, listen to me. Don't don't play around. You see, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, AJ, me and you took New York City by storm. I know it's been like yep. a little over a week since it happened. Um, what? How, how are your feelings now? A week away from New York, like that whole experience, whole weekend. What do you think about it? It was a great week. Well, let's say 95, no, 98%. Sorry. Okay, let's start again. The experience of New York itself was fabulous because it's always fabulous. Um, We had some issues with our Airbnb that, you know, it's whatever. But um, the podcast conference was amazing. The networking and connections we made were amazing. Um, I actually got to see somebody off of, uh, that I am acquainted with from Instagram in person, which was very, very dope. Um, we found a great space, CJ, the space, 
the space was phenomenal. Um, and just even contemplating like with that. And then of course, hanging out with you and getting to see you um, is always the highlight and like the icing on the cake and the little chair them and the little sprinkle them plants up. Um, and that Mexican restaurant we went to with the, the, the margaritas of madness. Um, it was just a really great weekend overall. Mm. Yeah. What about you? How are you feeling? You did a great job on the panel, by the way. Thank you. I, um, yeah, I, I was I was at a high in New York City. I think that, you know, being away, stepping back from it now, I'm really able to just appreciate the experience for what it was to be able to do my thing, of course, but to be able to also make genuine connections. And, you know, it was just a, a, a room full of positive people like the panels that we did get to see were really good. Um, yeah. And, you know, getting to see hype. We can't we can't not mention hype. Yes. So that was just yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Just overall hanging out, and I was being a brat towards the end of the night. I think also because I was a little bit high. So we walked and we got pizza, which is always New York. There's just something about New York pizza, and it's like any corner uh, pizza joint that you go to is just fantastic, fantastical. Mm -hmm. New York is always a great experience. Yeah, it really is. It, it really, it really was a great experience, and you know, Airbnb aside, it was it was a great experience. Yeah, yeah. That, that Airbnb was just jokes. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, was I don't know if it was the, first, the, the second night. The second night that we were there, we got locked out of the Airbnb. How that happens, I don't know. But the interior door was missing people. The interior door was missing a door handle. You understand? So it was locked in such a fashion. I guess, like, the, the latch um, didn't push inward. It pushed outward. And if you were on the inside, I guess you could push it forward. So we were pretty much on the people's sidewalk into people's Crown Heights, Brooklyn for a good little while <laughs> until the owner or property manager of the Airbnb came. Like, just one set of fucking shenanigans. But you know what, though? At the end of it all, one of the things that I most appreciate about you and I, like, our relationship, we made it work. And there was no, like, that part was just some bullshit. But the overall experience, because you and I are who we are and the way that we mesh and we jive, um, it was, it just, it didn't even matter. It just didn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we, we made it. it, it of course, there, it could have been a much, much worse situation, but it is what it is. We still How have your fellow hmm? in New York? Yeah. 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 What about it? I said, how was your hangout with Bello? Oh, Bello and yeah. Um, it was cool. It was cool. It was fun. <laughs> too much alcohol. I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised you didn't fuss at me when I got back about like, oh, you were knocked out about me like smelling like tequila. You did, but I was so invested in my sleep at that point in time, it just didn't even matter. Mm -hmm. As long as I like, I knew that you came in and you were safe, and that's all that really mattered, and and it was good. I don't even know what I don't know what time it was. I just knew that you were back, you were safe, and I could go back to sleep, and we were chill. That's it. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get into our topics for this week. Are you ready to, for the fuckery? All right. So this first story is sad and shocking. So um, a woman, uh, her, her unborn baby was killed and she was indicted on the death. And to kind of add some of this, uh, the story to it is that there were, she was shot, correct? She was shot. Yeah, she yeah, was shot. She, she was shot. And uh, they, they've charged, they charged her because they said she, initiated the argument that led to her getting shot now in 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 my world if i argue and scream at you all day aj and you pick up a gun and shoot me that's on you for escalating it right so so for her to be charged with manslaughter because she got shot and her baby died i don't understand this at all so i pick a fight with you i'm pregnant 
doesn't make a difference, right? Even if I keep poking and pushing at you and what have you, you still have the choice to walk away. Not go pick up a fucking gun and shoot me in my abdomen and kill my unborn child. So because I instigated the fight, but you had the gun, I'm now being charged with my... She, she wasn't carrying the gun. She didn't pull a trigger. The gun didn't fall out of the other person's hand and she picked it up accidentally. I don't know like if there was a scuffle. It doesn't talk about that kind of stuff. But not only do you lose your unborn child, right? You've been shot, which in and of itself is a traumatic experience. And I, and I get her wrongs. And, you know, you're pregnant. Keep your ass quiet and stop arguing with people and don't be fighting with people. And we know, I know we see women do that shit all the time and they're not thinking that they're going to get boxed back or they're not going to get licked on or the car is not going to run them over or a bitch is not going to beat their ass because they're pregnant. It never works out that way. I get all of that. But at the end of the day, there's an individual carrying a gun that pointed a gun at a pregnant woman and fired the gun at a pregnant, unarmed, unarmed, unarmed woman. What possible threat could you have perceived from a pregnant, unarmed, unarmed woman that would precipitate you picking up a gun and shooting her. So she's lost her child. Now she's being charged with manslaughter and faces fucking jail time? CJ, which blood clot planet does that happen on? Because it couldn't be Earth. It couldn't. America's not a real place. America can't be a real place. I know people used to say Jamaica can't be a real place because of the fuckery that happens with Jamaica and sometimes Mapa one that's still. But America can't be a real place where something like that could actually happen. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that the person who shot her was actually charged also, but it was dismissed. A grand jury dismissed. They didn't indict her. But the mother who got shot got indicted. Sorry, the unarmed. You're forgetting that part. Yeah, the, the unarmed mother. The unarmed mother who got shot was charged with the death of her unborn child. Another person shot her. CJ, I, I don't even know, like, there's no, you know, like, we can usually offer some sort of out or some sort of, well, yeah, it could be. No, this one is just straight fuckery. Like, straight, straight fuckery. This woman lost her child. She was shot, which is traumatic in and of itself. You know what I mean? Her life was threatened because she could have died. And now she's going to jail, never having pulled a trigger. It's not like she picked up a gun and tried to kill the child in, inside of her belly as a, as a means of abortion because of laws or whatever. She was shot by another, a whole other fucking person. A whole other person. And this person got off? I, I just, I don't, I don't understand. And I know that some laws are like state by state in America, and which I still just don't understand. But man, oh man. If, uh, oh man, honestly, that just, that it, that's like for me when Zimmerman got off. You clearly shot this young man, an unarmed young man because he was walking in your neighborhood and you got off. Like it's, it's that kind of bullshit that I just don't understand. And there are days where I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I want to move to the States. And then when I hear this kind of fuckery, I say, let me keep my ass in goodly, goodly Canada. Yeah. Let me just stay put where I am, where at least the laws here kind of make sense because I guarantee that shit couldn't happen here. You have a gun and you point it at somebody and you shoot and attempt to kill. She attempted to kill the woman. Like, okay, so take take out the fact that she was pregnant and there was this fight or whatever. When you're actually thinking about it and you're breaking it down, she tried to kill this woman. It's not like she was necessarily aiming at her belly. It's just that the shot caught her belly. So she tried to kill this woman and missed and hit the unborn child. Did, did nobody take that into consideration? Yeah. It was fucking attempted murder. It's attempted murder. I can't. I, I don't think America's a real place. It's like pure fuckery has been happening there since since Trump came into office, I swear to you. Because I can't in my life remember this much fuckery happening in the U.S. of America. Maybe it's just never been reported, but I can't remember a time where so much stupidity and stupid things and fuckery was happening in the U.S. U.S. is, this, this, listen, I have a full plan. If Trump gets reelected, I have a plan in place 
to move out of the country. And you think I'm bullshitting. I'm dead ass serious. I'm going to show up at your door with my bag, and I'm just going to be like, hey, motherfucker, I'm here. That's okay. We got space for you. There you go. We got, I've been telling people, we got space. Come on. Yeah, so I can't do it. I can't do it. Like I, I'm, I like when we were in D.C. I, I had a, I thought about trying to assassinate Trump while I was there, but you know, you told me I would have helped you. We were kind, like, we kind of busy, so I, I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah, that's just crazy. I, I mean, that's a whole other discussion in and of itself. I couldn't imagine if that man got reelected for an additional four years, the havoc that it would reach on free country. Oh, there, there, it would be a civil war, I think, in this country. Not, not a literal one, but seriously, if he gets, if people have to deal with another four years of Trump after this shit, I really feel bad and sad about how how the race relations are going to get in this country. And cla- yeah. it's not even just race anymore. It's like classism too. Like it, it's. White people hate Trump. Black people hate Trump. Like, it's just the elitist. I guess it's really, yeah, classism. It's, it's really the elite that support Trump. And even some of them only support him because he's in power. But it's it's ridiculous. So. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. But let's, 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 let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, this next one is all you. This you one is to- hilarious. So uh, a couple, I think it was, was it, I think it was like a couple days before New York or maybe a couple days after um, I had got into this back and forth with a woman, like somebody, I can't remember who it was. It was one of the, the podcast family members t- posted something. Oh, it was, um, Danny from Danny and Cleo posted, uh, the CD cover from Aaliyah's first CD and was like, it was that Art Kelly in the background. And I had commented, it was, they were hiding in plain sight this whole time. Cause it was Art Kelly. And so we got into a conversation about just him being disgusting and, you know, statutory rape. This woman commented, and said, you know, first said something stupid about, you know, everybody's just after him because black men slaying that dick and Trump's just, like, I was just like, what are you talking about? And then she was like, well, age is just a number. If my five-year-old son married a 20-year-old, uh, I know how smart it, how smart he is and his intent, and it's just a number, and it, it, it wouldn't mean anything. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. You're yeah, a fucking like idiot. To say that a five-year-old has the right to consent to sex, that their intent matters more or holds more weight than a 20 year old you're an idiot and an unfit mother in my opinion but what did you make of it because i know i sent you screenshots afterwards yeah like my thing is okay first of all what intent could a five-year-old have like really and truly like what sexual could right you know what i'm saying and and i'm thinking like just in terms of affection five-year-olds hug everybody they hug all their friends they hug the teachers they hug they hug everybody because they're affectionate and they're innocent and they haven't been corrupted as yet so they don't know anything about you know, the, the ills that are out there in terms of, of sexuality. But for me, like, it just resonated on a bigger scale of this whole thing where pedophiles are trying to normalize sexual attraction to children. You know, she's fucking crazy. This is your kid. How would you say that you basically would respect your five-year-old's choice because they're able to make any choices at five other than whether they want to eat their dinner or not and fight about what time they want to go to bed? But you would respect your five-year-old's choice to be with a 20-year-old woman instead of looking at it like, okay... She's raping my son and she needs to go to fucking jail. You know, that begs the question about her character, not only as a mother, but just on a personal level. She's that, you remember years ago, there was that teacher that um, had the relationship with her 14 year old student and got pregnant and went to jail and came out and got pregnant again by the same student and went back to jail. And her whole life was pining for this 14 year old boy. And when she finally got out of jail, he was 21 and they got together. You know, like that kind of sickness preying on children, how? How would you think that that's okay? 
and 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 try to normalize it in any way, shape, or form, much less to throw your five-year-old kid in the mix. Are you retarded? Like seriously, are you dumb? <laughs> Yo, CJ, the wrong set that people have picked me and see. And, and, and I feel, and I'm gonna say this at the risk of whatever backlash, you have to get a license for everything except having a kid. Any fucking yamed can be out there and breed for anybody that they want to, and they don't have to have any sort of skills in order to do this. And you can't take away their reproductive. I feel like there are courses now that people need to go through before they have children, because it's just crazy. Like you need to know people are mentally sound and mentally fit before they have they have kids, and and, and we can't do that because we have no rights to people's bodies and all these kind of things. But you have a lot of fucking crazy people out there who are raising children in the wrong sorts of ways. Like, why would you ever encourage a five-year-old to look a, a, a big woman? Like, that's not his sister. It's not his cousin. It's not his friend. And, and, oh, I know his intent. What fucking intent could he have other than to eat candy, like you said, see? <laughs> right? And play with toys. Play with Tonka toys and trucks and things. Like, for real? People are so weird. Huh? Like, in... I don't know if people feel comfortable saying certain shit to us because of the the crazy shit that we cover on these on this podcast. But that was I really read that and I'm like, this motherfucker has to be playing. And then when she went on to keep defending the the point, I'm just like, Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. I mean I, I know that people do things sometimes for shock value, but I don't think hers was shock value. I think she was actually really serious. Which in and of itself is scary. Because she has a child, you know, that means if her 10 year old came home one day and said, oh, mommy, I'm in love with the neighbor and the neighbor's 25, she'd be, she would encourage her kid to like, okay, we'll go talk to her, you know, go tell her how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> what? You better go pick up your friggin' book and go read. How about that? Oh man, that shit is hilarious. Wow. You know what I mean? If Alan came home and said, daddy, I want to date my teacher. Listen. You would tell Alan, you need Somebody to go Somebody gotta home. die. Right? <laughs> Because, like, when you think about it, you know, like, sort of just, okay, it's like in school situations, you know, when you hear um, about, okay, so for example, I've I, I read something recently where um, a professor of music or something like that um, filmed himself masturbating and coming in the flutes, trumpets, and horns of his female students. And yeah, you heard me. And while he was in class, he would videotape them playing their instruments and later masturbate to the videos of these kids, these girl children, playing their flutes and playing their trumpets and playing their horns and then go into the classroom and masturbate and, and come in inside of their instruments. I guess mentally, you know, thinking about it being their mouth or whatever the case may be. He's been charged with interference or some something or whatever. You know what I mean? How would you think that it's okay for you to allow your five-year-old to be essentially molested by a 20-year-old, and then you don't think about the mental repercussions and the emotional damage that that's going to cause? Like, we have so many people that are fucked up because they were raped when they were kids, yeah. or they were diddled, or they were fondled when they were kids, and you're actually thinking, oh, well, I can consent to this because, you know, age is just a number? That dirty bitch needs a fucking beating. That's what she needs. Well, damn. I think that's the perfect place to end it. Uh, we're going to try to cleanse the palate. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go into toy talk from erotic boudoir and we'll be right back after this welcome to toy talk with erotic boudoir i'm nick your personal sex toy sensei here to help you prioritize your pleasure this week's toy is fetish fantasy door swing by pipe dream turn any door into a love swing in just a few minutes enjoy positions you never thought were possible and explore your fetish fantasies using the door swing is easy one drape the acrylic tubes over the top of the open door 
Two, close and lock the door. Three, lower leg straps so that your lover can slide their thighs through the lower loops. Four, allow your lover to slide their arms through the upper loops. Have them hold on to the handles for extra safety. Adjust the straps to a comfortable height. And five, have fun. On our website, it's $51.99. And if you use discount code LLBAS, you'll receive 10% off today. Go to our website, www.touchingbodymindandsoul.com to get yours today. Remember, prioritize your pleasure with erotic boudoir. All right, AJ. Uh, so we're back. And this next one, I, I, you know what? I said we were going to cleanse the palate, but not really, because this next one is it's probably even worse than the shit we just talked about. So uh, I think you sent me this. Or did I send it to you? I can't remember. Either way, one of us sent it to the other um, of it's this guy recording this couple arguing. Um, this older couple, they, they were elderly, too. It had to be like 60 plus. And um, he hits her. He starts punching the woman repeatedly 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 um i read further in the tw- in the in the um thread apparently he he cut her later on yes. which is yes. fucking disgusting and so w- during this whole time this guy's recording this didn't help didn't call the police none of that i get to a certain point recording it so you can have documentation but after the first hit i feel like you need to intervene that's my personal opinion what do you think about this day and age of people recording not just man on woman but assault in general it seems like there's this whole thing of just re- recording people being assaulted and posting it on fucking line like i, I don't get it yeah i um and it it was a this man punched her in the head she was backed into the corner against a fence and he punched her in the head repeatedly and i'm watching this video of her head bouncing off of the fence because he's punching her in the face basically and then she falls and he continues to hit her he either she either somehow manages to like scramble back into the house or he drags her back in the house and you can continue to hear him beating on her and she's screaming help me somebody help me um and this is from the perspective of someone recording this which it, it, you know so my response at the bottom like you know was like okay so you couldn't put your phone down for five fucking seconds to call nine one one and then continue to record while you're waiting for the police to come. I, I don't I don't understand this generation, CJ. I really don't. And I can't even say that, and when I say generation, I don't mean young people because people my age, our age do it as well, mm-hmm. where people are just so consumed with their 15 seconds of fame on the internet that they forget about common decency, that they forget about, um, oh my gosh, what's the word? Uh, la, 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 la. Just being a humanitarian and, 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 you know, just human camaraderie and just worrying about the human condition. People are so preoccupied with the number of likes and the number of hits and the number of retweets and the number of comments that they forget that there's a woman being beaten, yeah. probably within an inch of her life, that there is a woman being assaulted and cut. You know what I mean? And you don't know how, I guarantee you that wasn't the first time that that man's ever beat on her, you know? Okay, so now you have the video footage of her getting the shit kicked out of her. What are you doing with it? You know, did you go to the police afterwards or right away? No, you decided instead it was more relevant and important to post it on fucking social media because somehow that makes it better. And I get like, you know, you know, people like the shock value of the fights and things that happen. So let's just even take those out of the equation, you know, because there are people who get drunk and they brawl. There are people who, you know, they set up to have fights and, you know, girls dragging girls. And okay, so take all of those out of the equation. We're talking about just the videos where it's an actual assault where the person 
is not defending themselves because they cannot for whatever reason. I watched a video the other day of this woman who beat her man. CJ, when I tell you she beat, like, I mean, she was kicking, she had his locks wrapped in her fingers and she was kicking him in the face. And he was probably half of her size. And there were three other really large, 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 plus size, big body woman in the room. And they're laughing and cheering her on. One of them came to their senses and told her to stop. But I'm watching this video. And I mean, she's beating the man till blood is running down this man's face. And nobody does anything about it. We live in a sick generation right now where people are so, the people are too preoccupied with that 15 seconds of fame and and the amount of of likes and posts and reposts and all that bullshit that it's going to get on social media that we have really fallen to like the bottom of the barrel when, where human decency is concerned. Yeah, this is this is where I honestly think that, like, the, you know how there's a turning point in every, where you can see, like, a society start to fail? <laughs> this is what ours is, really. It's this social media age, this ability to record everything, the getting caught up in, in trending or whatever, because people forget to serve the person that's in front of them. Yes. There was a woman sitting there getting the life beat out of her. And you recorded it like the, 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 the and I'm, I don't ever make myself out to be perfect or anything, but just the, the natural my natural instinct once I saw that would be to hop that fence and beat that dude's ass. Thank you. But as I was reading the comments further down, you know, somebody had made a comment that uh, there was a situation similar to that and somebody had intervened and that person ended up getting killed. And I understand that sometimes that happens, you know, but it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's just, again, it's one of those things where you should take the human condition into consideration. And, you know, like I said, that could not have been the first incident of assault, you know, for that woman where she's crying out, help me, you know, even long before they went inside, like you said, hop the fence, that man didn't have a weapon in his hand. And that man was old as shit. You know what I mean? Beat his ass, call the police, defend the woman just help do something even even if you don't feel like you want to jump the fence to to get involved call the police more important to watch a woman being assaulted than to call the police i don't get it i I would never understand that and my thing is do you so kind of with what we just talked about a couple of topics ago so if that woman had ended up dying let's say she did do you think the person that just recorded it and watched should be charged with something? You know what? I would say accessory to murder or accessory to manslaughter because you stood there. You had an opportunity to actually do something and you chose not to. Now, I okay, so this is my thing, right? It's, it's kind of like uh, if someone is having a heart attack, right? Mm. If you start CPR and you decide that you're just going to stop without making an actual effort, you can be charged because you shouldn't have interfered with the person to begin with, Right. The same way that you could be charged if you if you if the person is still relatively conscious and you ask them if you if you if they want assistance and they say no but you decide to go ahead and help them anyways before they pass out you can be charged with interference right my whole thing is if you're able to record it and you don't do anything just in an you know I'm trying to remember what the what the, the term is um it's not humanitarian um it's not chivalry whatever it'll come to me probably after but. I feel like if you're able to stand there and record and you don't do something proactive, even in terms of calling the police, yes, you should be charged as an accessory because essentially like you're, you're contributing to the bullshit. You're contributing to her physical demise. You're contributing to the death. If you could have called 911, even if they hadn't got there in time, you could have at least tried to prevent the situation from happening. You just chose not to, because again, it was more important to get likes and retweets and comments. Well, there you go. I agree 100%. Let us know how you guys feel about it. I know most of you have probably seen the video. Um, feel free when this episode is posted to tweet about it. 
whatever, post about it wherever you are um, so we can keep this conversation going. But let's move on to the next uh, video. This one's at least a little bit funnier. Thank God. Um, <laughs> so this is a video that you sent me. And in this, the, the question is posed, can I have a wife and still be friends with another woman? So the guy who's in this video goes in to just say. So a dude hit me up on a gram the other day and he said, Prince Donnell, can I have a wife but still be friends with other women? And the answer to that question is hell no. And this may sound arrogant when I say this, but I'm too good of a dude to be friends with single women because I have so much to offer and I'm so friendly that I might turn that single woman on and next thing you know I'm dealing with temptation and I don't need that in my life you feel what I'm saying and I want to let all my fellas know this if a woman found you worthy enough to be a husband that means other single women will find you worthy too but here's the thing you don't know their intentions and next thing you know you was too friendly to that chick and now you end up homeless because you laid up in that hotel with that chick your wife found out and you lost your entire family don't do it to yourself Listen, if I got any uh, women as friends, they acquaintances. They friends with me and my wife, you feel me? So that nothing could ever get in between because I don't play around with temptation. And you too good of a dude to be playing around with temptation. Too. Yeah, that was very specific. That was so specific <laughs> that literally that had to be what happened to him. Like he wasn't just saying in general. He was he was telling his personal story of why he can't be f friends with women in, in, while he's married because that was just way too fucking specific aj yeah people's insecurities about the opposite sex um it's just strange to me it's like if there's a line in the sand where you know you're friends with the person what is the problem you know but i also feel like okay so if you if you're if your best friend happens to be of the other uh, opposite sex and you get married does that mean like you have to stop being friends with your best friend because like now you've got a wife and you can't hang out and chill and even if you ended up in a hotel room like like what could possibly happen or what should happen in that situation that would not allow you to continue to have that friend? Like, it's just crazy to me. Like there are just lines, you know, that people are not understanding or not respecting or, or insecurities that are being coddled unnecessarily. Like that, that's insane to me. You know, I think part of, okay. So part of his rationale or his reasoning is, is that you have some women who like, if they know that you're a really good guy, right? And you have your wife and you talk about, you know, oh, I bought my wife flowers and I gave my wife a foot massage and I drew her a warm bath. Oh, and I cooked for her this weekend because I know she's really tired. Or, you know, I ran lunch to her job because I know she forgot it. And, and you know, we and, or like your, your wife says, you know, like, oh my God, my husband is so amazing because he does all these really great things for me. I guess his, his, his take on it is that other women will start to envy that and other women will want to start to covet that because that's the type of thing that they're going to look for. They, they're they looking for in a man. So, you know, the second they know that you're taken, and this does happen sometimes, you know, when, when people know that you're taken, it's like a, a challenge for them. You know, they see a wedding ring on your finger, both men and women, and it's a challenge for them. They feel like they should step up to the plate and, and be like, oh, I can be better for you than that person which oftentimes is bullshit or whatever. But I think the perspective that he was coming from is that he's not trying to encourage any of his female friends to try to look at him even deeper because he's such a good person to his wife or because he talks about all the really wonderful things that he does for the wife. Now, that hotel situation, like you said, that was a little bit too specific. You know what I mean? Oh, well, if my friend is crying, she's in a hotel. I go there to hang out with her. And next thing you know, we end up fucking or whatever the case may be. That's something that's a completely different thing altogether. Completely different thing altogether. Those two, th those two things shouldn't have anything to do with one another. Um, for me, it's a personal issue if you're married to someone and they have a problem with you being friends with the opposite sex. Or if you feel like you can't control yourself enough to continue to have a friendship with someone of the opposite sex. That kind of shit is just weird. Yeah. I mean, I think that 
that when people are so freaked out about it, it says one of two things. Either you don't trust yourself around the opposite sex or your partner doesn't trust you around the opposite sex. And that's signs of a much larger problem than just solely be like, for example, like, and that's the thing to say that you can't like be in the room with someone who you're considered just your friend. That Then that means that you're not just friends. Some you secretly want them like that. that it's, I don't know. Yeah. People are just weird. Yeah. Like, I think, uh, you know, at whatever point in life we get married again, like that person couldn't tell me, oh, well, you can't be friends with CJ or I don't like the way that you and CJ banter or whatever. That's just like, you met me like this. You knew that this was part of my life, part of my existence. And CJ's not a threat to you or to anybody else. So what's the problem? You know what I mean? Consequently, if you were to ever get married again, you know, I, I believe that, you know, the person couldn't ever feel threatened by me because I'm not a threat. Like there's no, it's not that kind of, it's just not that kind of party. I mean, if they did, they'd have to go. Yeah. We say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of why people are so intimidated by our relationship. Cause it's like, if they did say that they didn't like you for some reason, they, they already know where I stand. You got to go. Can I tell you the craziest things as a total aside? So um, I found out this weekend that somebody that I was talking to last year um, basically sabotaged our relationship because of his insecurities of my relationship with you and and comments or my bantering with people on my social media. Oh wow! Yeah. Were you at least kind to him when you did? Have you talked to him since you found out? No, I, I I honestly I was driving and I was so astonished when he said it that I was like I gotta go I can't talk to you I gotta go I haven't talked to him since this was over a week ago. And so I was talking to um, uh, a friend of mine about it. And, you know, her response was, you know what, at least he had the wherewithal to recognize his wrong and at least articulate it to you. Yeah. A lot of people can't do it. I was like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you ruined what could have been a beautiful relationship because of your own insecurity instead of talking to me about it at the time. You know, and mind you, this was more than six months ago. You just didn't say anything at all and, and let it all get fucked to hell because of your issues with somebody that I was friends with with the opposite sex and then people that I am friendly with or banter with on my social media who are of the opposite sex, which is just retarded to me. Yeah, it, but, it kind of like is the same thing in this situation. Like, that's just dumb. But look at it this way, though. At least in that situation, he had the sense to remove himself rather than make it, because it could have been a lot worse. He could have stayed around. Could Things could have got weirder. Tension could have been built up. He realized, you know what, I have a problem with this. I know she's not going to change because this is part of her. I maybe even felt I, sh I don't have the right to ask her to change it. So I'm just going to remove myself. Yeah. I'm trying to see the the positive in it, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not in a, <laughs> I'm not in a forgiving space yet. Cause uh, I just think that was some bullshit. Because for a, like for the longest time, I thought that I did something wrong. Like right. I thought that, you know, maybe just, I wasn't right or the right one for him or the, no. So I know that it wasn't me. It was him. There you <laughs> Fuck, go. No. But, <laughs> Yeah, I think that those kind of insecurity issues, um, they need to be checked yeah. and, you know, have a conversation like you and I, if we if we preach nothing else, we preach about communication daily, you know, um, don't harbor those kind of insecurities in your heart and don't carry that shit around with you, you know, and if you feel like you cannot maintain a platonic friendship with someone while you're married, then yeah, maybe you, you don't need to be. But to, to make a blanket statement that no man should be friends with a woman um, while he's married is just absolutely retarded. So what are you supposed to just hang out with your sisters and your cousins and your mom? Don't be dumb. <laughs> the world doesn't work that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, people are so weird nowadays. Soon it's going to be that some people feel like they can't have friends at all because, you know, there's so many bisexual people now. So you just you're not going to be able to have friends. You just Yeah, you don't know that gender fluidity or, you know, the sexual fluidity. You don't know who's coming or literally coming or going. Yeah, so. 
nonetheless, let's move on. Uh, this next one is all you, AJ. Take this one away. Yeah, so I came across... <laughs> ah, boy. I came across a post on uh, Instagram talking about semen retention and uh, the fact that it's encouraging men to basically not have idle and wanton sex because when they do this and they come every time they come and release they're basically letting go of their life force and they're shortening their lifespan and they equated this to the fact that you know women live longer because we don't have little sperms we release one egg a month whereas with men every time they ejaculate they're releasing millions and millions of their little babies and millions and millions of their life force. So this article was actually um, encouraging men to not have a casual sex, like have meaningful sex, and and that would be with a long-term partner only, to not masturbate in any way, shape, or form, to not watch porn and to not put yourself in situations where your dick would get hard and you basically need to go and rub one out. So, you know, they need to come to Jamaica where men are in their seventies and breeding girls that are air breeding women that are in their thirties. My uncle was my uncle, my grand uncle, our great uncle was uncle Levi was what? 98, 99 when I'm dead. And uncle Levi, I will tell you CJ was 65 when he had his last child and his wife at the time was 35. Uncle Levi was a pretty boy and he was out there slinging some dick. So hey, slaying that dick. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this post is complete and utter bullshit. Um, it's just, it's just, it's fucking stupid. Um, listen, first of all, like you said, men can produce sperm well into their seventies, well into, um, so to say that you have to not waste, first of all, even if you let it build up, the sperm eventually die off. There's a shelf life. So you're really not, it's, it's fucking stupid. This is just dumb. It's just dumb. Doing anything extra. You're not saving yourself a couple of years, years by not beating off. Like seriously. The boys are dying inside of you. That's the only thing they're recycling. That's the only thing that's happening. There's a, there's a, and the thing is, even if you don't masturbate, you might have a wet dream and nut in your sleep involuntarily because you're repressing your sexual desires and your sexual need. Now, we're not by any means telling you to go out and, and, and you know, come in everything that moves. Of course, be selective and, and be protective and all that kind of stuff. But to say to yourself that you shouldn't engage in sexuality or sexual behaviors in any way, shape, or form, not even with yourself and it's your meat, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. If you want to practice abstinence, by all means, do that. But to try to tell somebody that their lifespan is going to be shortened <laughs> if they beat off and they come too much, can't. Well, I don't, I don't masturbate, so maybe I'm going to live a long time. What? I, I, don't, I don't have anything to say to you. I mean... You know, it would be so if you did a study with with men who were in their 90s and weighed the number of men who masturbated daily and still felt virile and and energetic versus the I think be a pretty interesting, interesting study. But again, it's 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 just utter nonsense. And it's crazy, too, because on the flip side of that, I've heard, you know, studies that show, you know, people who continue to have healthy sexual relations, either with themselves um, or people, you know what I mean, outside, like whoever, they live longer because they're, they're, they're healthier, they're physically active, it's a form of exercise and all these things. So, I don't know. Um, it's a bunch of bullshit in my opinion, but, you know, what do I and I would be masturbating all the time. I tell you this on a regular basis. If I had a penis, I would probably get charged with public indecency because I swear I'd be like, somewhere and just randomly stroke my dick just kind of idly like in my hand inside like an al bundy my hand resting inside my pants all the time just stroke 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 the fact that you felt that comfortable to share that is problematic um (laughs) 
But nonetheless, let's go ahead and move right along. The last topic that we have today. That's not me. <laughs> when's the last time you had a non-celebrity crush? AJ. So like a regular person? A regular person. Yeah. <laughs> um, when's the last time I had a regular person crush? Um, I honestly don't know. I it's weird, like, okay, explain to okay, so explain to me. Explain to me what a crush is. You know what a because crush is. Come on now, AJ. No, because no, the reason oh, like big and serious the reason i'm asking is because it's like okay i come across regular everyday people on social media and i'm like oh my god he's sexy oh my god he's hot or like you know i'll go and i'll look right and you know what i mean but i don't go like fantasizing about the person i don't wonder like you know all these manners of things whereas like with idris alba i'm like i wonder how his dick stays i wonder if he fucks good like i wonder what talking to him would be like or like celebrities i mean i mean like okay somebody that you know that you've actually gotten to know to the degree. It could be somebody that is just your barista every time you go and get coffee, um, that you guys have had small conversations. Like, I just mean somebody personally that you've gotten to know on on some level other than surface level that you either fantasize about, think... Oh, you know, it would be nice if I, if they ask, why won't they ask me for my, like, just something like that, like a true crush. Recently, um, I gotta think about this one. I'm weighing them because there are people that I'm curious about, but I don't know if I'm like actually interested enough for it to go further. What about you? No, you can't try to switch this on me. And you ain't answered yet. I don't. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm actually weighing it because it's like okay, okay. Well, then yes, yes, yes. I have. And how recent? Um, a month ago. Do I know them? I don't even know them. Oh. Like I don't know them, know them like that. But no, you don't know them. I haven't brought it up because I just don't know. Like we've had a few conversations. Um, and I lurk on his page pretty regularly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know that it would, I don't know that I would ever see. I'm weird like that because I don't know if then people would think I'm weird if I try to like put out feelers about my interest. And then I don't know if he has somebody that he's talking to. Cause I saw a woman on his page and I was like, I don't know if that's like his somebody or if it's just somebody that is just somebody. Yeah, that's that. So I don't know. Interesting. Who do you have a crush on? I, I know I it's me. I don't have crushes. I'm hating. I don't do crushes. Really? What? You've never had a non-celebrity crush. I don't have crushes. I I fuck who I want to fuck. That's period point blank. No, I'm okay. just playing. Let me let me let me stop. Um, if I had to if I had to say, um, do you know Katia from Tia Tequila? Uh, I know of her. I don't know her more. And it's really funny. I'm glad that you pronounced her name because I saw the spelling and I was like, P Y T I A. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, you're thinking about PYT Tiana. That's a different person. Okay, so this is somebody else. This is somebody else. She's, she follows us. She is common. Yeah. Tia, I'll, I'll send you. Like, okay, so the when I when she first started following me, she, I first started following her, she, like, posted a picture, and she was, like, doing this face with kind of, like, her tongue out, and it just, I just looked at this picture literally for a few minutes, and I'm just like, this is a beautiful-ass woman. Um. Yes. And so I, I, I kind of know her now. I wouldn't say that I, like, know her. Like, I know, like, some of the other people from Twitter um, or from our, our little circle. But she's a really smart. Like, I love that she she puts thought into stuff. Um, she had, like, a whole post the other day on, like, uh, colorism in, in in the black community and whatever. You know, that, that, that type of stuff does it for me. But, like, if I had to pick someone who was a recent, recent non-celebrity crush, it would definitely be her. A, she's gorgeous smart as hell and funny 
too. So yeah, that that would be one. That would be the non-celebrity crush. So I know because you and I kind of think the same way, just in sort of like you know staying in our corners and not really you know approaching people that kind of way. Do crushes turn into people shooting their shot and and far-reaching? Is that something that you would ever do? Shoot your shot? I don't. You know I don't shoot my shot. So no. No, that's why I just said I prefaced the whole thing. But I'm saying that's why I said far-reaching. Far-reaching. I wouldn't know how to shoot my shot if I if I somebody told me to. And that's the thing. This is one of the things. And, and I really would like you because when I say people don't believe it. But, AJ, can you tell these people that honestly, wholeheartedly, how fucking oblivious I am to shit like that? Because people hear it and they'll be like, he's just saying that for attention. He's just saying that to to rile people up. And it's like, no. A, AJ, I'm, I'm just going to let you take it away. I spent the better part of a year trying to pop CJ's bubble of fucking oblivion. Mr. Peep, me tired for cuss, me cuss, me cuss, me cuss, me cuss, me cuss. So I cussed till I just couldn't even cuss no more because I was just always so angry. I'm like, CJ, how do you not say, oh no, she's just pump faking. What? What the fuck is pump faking? Yo, I spent a year angry and cross and aggravated by you and that fucking bubble of oblivion. But it's true. It's like, you know, if, if a beautiful woman, regardless of who it is, like, I think even if Dasha, I, I, I'll give it to you guys from that. And you know, CJ love a Dasha. Even if Dasha was to come up and CJ and be like, you know, I think that you're really fantastic. Let's go. He wouldn't believe it either. And it's Dasha and CJ love a Dasha. I just, yeah. <sighs> my CJ. CJ, my CJ. I mean, it's real, and it's it's honest. Like, and people really don't believe it. And I and I understand it because I probably wouldn't either. Like, people see like the comments on Twitter and like you know how how over the top no. I can be sometimes. And they think also, that shit. Like, you know, I'm fucking haze. I'm haze. The fuck, I'm haze. I'm fucking haze. I fuck who I want to fuck because you see stuff like that. You know what I mean? In that, but it's all copy. it's all jovial. Like, it doesn't. Nobody believes that part. That's what I'm saying. So when you it's like it, it's trying to find a balance. People will be like, oh, you know, like he's so sweet and he's so shy. And then they hear you say, like, you know, it's it's hate. I fuck who I want to fuck. And they're like, nigga, what? <laughs> but yeah, I what? mean, but and the thing is, is that it's honestly true. That's honestly me. Like, I just I I don't okay, so yeah, I'm cocky to a degree and stuff. Like, I'm I'm very I'm very self-aware, totally. Like I I I I understand the the impact i have with certain things i'm not even just talking about looks or whatever i understand the effect that i have with people sometimes but to turn that into genuine interest is where it just go because I, I can think somebody can think that i'm completely attractive but not be interested in me like that like i don't know okay. it's so weird i'm gonna share with everybody when we were in new york we went to i hope i don't know if the person's listening or not we went to um the after party on the first night uh from the conference and so I was outside talking to um, a friend of mine, and I swear to you guys, CJ came out like every five minutes, not to check on me, but because he was running from somebody. Like there was a, there was somebody that was there yeah. that was interested in him and expressing interest in him, and he was completely kerfuffled and didn't know what to do. He just kept coming outside, like, what's wrong? He's like, there's someone that keeps talking to me. I'm like, okay. He's like, no, AJ, she keeps talking to me. Like, I think she likes me. I'm like, okay. And he's like, nah, man, I'm just going to stay out here with you. I'm like, guy, go back. <laughs> it was it was cute and it was weird because, you know what I mean? Like, you're you're haze. And when people see you, like, you're, you're a big grown man with your sexy self. Um, but it was cute in that moment because you're like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to stay out here. And then, like, two twos, I turned my head and you were gone. But you had walked up the block 
to totally like avoid the situation, kind of compose yourself. And then you came back and you're like, I'm like, could you go back inside and go talk to her? You're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm good. I already talked to her. Like, what else do I need to talk to her about? So yeah, ladies, sometimes it's, you know, unfortunately, fortunately, the whole bubble isn't there, but like some of it is still wrapped around his head. There's still that, that thing going on. There's still so, that thing. I, so it's okay. So it's odd to me. Okay. So because we're so out there, most of the people that, that I interact with interact with me through the podcast in some shape, form or fashion. So most yeah. of the time that people who I don't know per se, if they were to like approach me to have a, a side conversation or whatever, it's based off something they've heard in the podcast and then they try to build it out from there. So it's natural. When we're in New York. That woman, I've met her at the conference. Like she literally walked up to me, started having a conversation. The first time it was cool. I turned around, had a conversation with another podcaster, I turned her back around. She was still there. She started back up the conversation. Like I'm just like, she's waiting for you. I'm like, she's waiting. And then, and then, so like I walked off to get a drink. I came back. She started talking to me again. I'm just like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the point at which you came outside. And you're like, AJ, <laughs> this woman keeps talking to me. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, you know, that's what people do. They socialize. But no, she was, she was interested and she was trying to shoot her shot. And you just, you know, it's like when someone throws the ball at you and it hits your chest and falls to the ground. And then after you're like, oh shit, I was supposed to catch it. That's, that was what basically happened. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Um, yeah. It's, I don't know. I know I need to get better. I, I I know I need to get better with it, but I really don't know how. I just don't know how. Because it, it, it's something in my brain that just honestly doesn't click. Like, it, it's, it's not purposeful. It's not that I'm trying, that, I, that I, like, I think people are hideous or anything like that. It's legitimately my brain will not pick up on what you're putting down. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, we're just having a good conversation. And then I tell you about the conversation we talk about, and you're like, so did you get her number? Why would I have gotten her number? She was totally feeling you. Like, I'm just like, that didn't happen. I'm not saying in this situation, but stuff like that. And I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, it just, it does not, it doesn't catch me at all. Like, saying it like that, I've asked you those things. Like, you'd be like, oh, the, you know, the so and so said something, and like, so did you get her number? You're like, no, why would I have gotten her number? God, she was, she was trying to like, you know, some, and, and the thing is, like, sometimes with women, they don't want to be so brash as to say, okay, you know, let me be the one to give you my number. But they'll give you all the indication in the world that you should say, hey, can I get your number? You know what I mean? To, to, to make it kind of make the, the playing field kind of level. But, man, you miss it every fucking time. I just don't even understand. Like, seriously, I don't get it. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but that's it. <laughs> Enough of that. I've been in the hot seat too long. You got anything else, AJ, before we tell these people goodnight? I don't have nothing um, but I'm happy that we're back. I know that we skipped a, not skipped, we missed a week and we had some downtime in between, um, everything else, but I'm, I'm happy to be back. Yeah. I, I mean, cool. I think, I think too, that it's important to realize, yes, we love being consistent. We love having you guys uh, episode every week, but you know, honestly, sometimes we need, we do need to just take time to ourselves. And that's what that was. We went to New York. We killed it there. We tried We tried to get something recorded there for you guys. It kind of fell through just because of everything that happened over the course of the weekend. But then afterwards, I, I went on vacation with the family uh, this past weekend. You went to Virginia after New York. Like, we, we honestly, just we deserve, that time refreshes us to come back better yeah. than ever. So Absolutely. Absolutely. And with that being said, coming back better than ever, it's July, people. Yes. We are... 25 days away from our live in Atlanta. CJ. CJ. I know, right? 25 days. I need to get my uh 
my hot girl summer body together. I need to start doing more sit ups. Yeah, did you gotta, say you're hot? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be a bad bitch for this live show. I gotta be a bad bitch because you know my my pajamas are pretty revealing, so I gotta make sure my print's right. You know, I gotta I, all that good stuff. Yeah, like there's still, I feel like there's um there's gonna start being more of a, a buzz in terms of people's outfits and what they're wearing um and that kind of thing. Um, I know you and I are gonna you know basically mash down the place when we come out on the stage and all them things, but definitely looking forward to it. I think a lot of people are gonna um be at this event and it's just gonna be an awesome fucking time because the weather is hot and naked encouraging uh down in Atlanta. Um, so for those of you who don't know and those of you who do and you've been waiting, uh, we have our cool and deadly unadil- unadulterated fuckery 4.0 that's happening Saturday, July the 27th, live in Atlanta. Um, we have six great sponsors on board. We have Erotic Boudoir, who is back with us. Um, the supplier and purveyor of all supplier and purveyor of all things erotic uh, in terms of sexual needs, toys, lube, advice, and otherwise. Um, we have a phenomenal artist out of Atlanta, Gerard Arts, who will be there um, with his erotic paintings, and we'll also be raffling two prints that are being supplied by him. Um, we have condom samples for everyone. We have a great sponsor, World Natural Condom, um, who has provided us with condom samples and chocolate, strawberry, and natural for all of our guests. Um, we have Trap and Healthy Juices, which will be in the house, and he is going to be bringing samples of his cold-pressed juices for everyone to try, as well as large size. Um, regular size bottles for per- people to purchase and his juices are absolutely phenomenal. Um, of course, we have Vodkila who is back with us and we will be uh, serving our signature drinks, the Red Bearded Assassin and the Murder Pussy. If you weren't in DC and you haven't tried our drinks, you definitely, definitely need to try those. And that's courtesy of Vodkila. And last but certainly not least, um, we have a natural skincare line who is also on board that will be there um, helping you to get your skin right, helping you to get your body all aisled up and greased up and looking proper, and that is Be She Cares. And oh, oh I was wondering what's that. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely come check us out. Uh, you can purchase tickets on Eventbrite. The link is there either on our Love Less Than Badass Soul page. It's also in the link tree links on both CJ's page and my page, and it gives you all the information that you'll need about the show. And outside of that, um, you can catch all of our episodes on, uh, uh, my goodness me, where are we? Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, Anchor, and through Red Circle. You can find us on social media at LovelessMBAS on our Twitter and on our Instagram uh cj will give you the phone number for people to call even though i keep telling people weekly to stop calling for the people who think that they're personally going to get to talk to me it's just not going to happen it's not my personal number and i wouldn't be crazy enough to put out my personal number so beg it please if it's not about business don't call um and you can also email us any questions um topics that you'd like for us to tackle uh you can send us an email at lovelustmbas at yahoo.com Me personally, you can find me on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And I'm also on Twitter at that Jones kid, AJ one. And you can, that number that uh, AJ referred to is 614-547-2039. You can leave a voicemail for the podcast. Um, And make sure you also follow us on Patreon as well. Go and subscribe there where we're delivering extra content uh, once a month. I'm at... I got, I got. I have an idea for something special for Patreon, but I'm not gonna say it here. 
I'll talk to you about it next week, AJ. But you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. That's it. It's been another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass. So we love each and every one of our beautiful and sexy lusties. We'll see you guys next week. I got to let y'all bitches know I'm Why so many bitches wanna take my flow I'm too hot, too dope So like that pink Chris and mimosa Who the fuck dope eh? Niggas wanna run up in my spots And every nigga wanna pull up on my frockin' Me and Shan do that yard hip-hop I can't fuck with